Yo. Yo. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. How's right. my mic sound? Huh? How's my mic sound? Sounds good. Okay. Make sure. What's up, ah. dude? Trying to pull up my video right now. <laughs> Hola. What's up, man? Oh, he shaved the head. Dude, you shaved pretty much everything. Yeah, I trimmed the beard off so I could do the, the no shave November now. Ah, gotcha. It's going to start out the month fresh. Happy belated birthday, bro. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. How does it feel to be 34? Uh, you know, I don't know. It feels about like it did feel 33. It's interesting. I... Yeah, it's like the the age where just like birthdays are more of a hindrance to me at this point. People just want to like give me things. Yeah. And I just want to, you know, forget that I'm over 30. Here's a bag of candy, you know, you're over you 30. You got to pass out candy things. for Halloween. Oh, no, you uh, got I actually, huh? You guys were, what did you guys do? uh for halloween i went hunting nice so i was in the woods uh katie handed out some candy to the neighborhood kids um although we do have some left over so got some of that hunting season is in full, is in full effect oh yeah man we're we're chasing the uh we're chasing deer at this point so um yeah it's a good time awesome. i don't get to watch as much football though so i've been trying to catch up on uh on the action from this week Oh, um man. yeah man how do you want to start this out you want to talk college first well uh yeah we can talk college first all right you got uh you got any thoughts on the uh the michigan michigan state game yeah i mean i think it went down almost exactly how i anticipated it was gonna go down <laughs> <laughs> i mean let's be let's be completely <laughs> honest um i think that uh sparty has had a pretty solid track record over last decade of being pretty consistent at home even though michigan had won the last two matches at michigan state yeah um i think that you know the the program that they have over there right now is, is moving in a good direction Mel, mel's got him man oh, uh yeah i don't know i mean i think i don't know it's one of those games where it's really tough to take away anything from either of the teams i think you know we talked about uh you know if it I think I said if it was going to be a shootout, probably favored Michigan State. I think Michigan actually put up quite a few more yards. I mean, I think Cade McNamara really balled out. I'm not sure. He played a lot better McCarthy, than I thought he would. J.J. McCarthy stuff seemed a little bit weird at the at the end of the game there, especially when he seemed to to just want to give Michigan State the ball back. Just two fumbles in like the last – quarter of the game consecutive plays just i mean that one was real bad the one that that michigan fell on was was real bad like he was just falling to the ground and decided instead of uh instead of falling on his shoulder he was going to just drop the ball and brace himself with his hand yeah but uh you know, i don't know it, it's one of those bounce of the ball type games you know where a couple of things you know that that fumble sack that went for a touchdown initially that they called back that was you know, one of the, it's very, very borderline uh, type of call that, you know, if it goes the other way, it's probably a completely different ball game. But, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, yeah, that fumble sack one was kind of uh, – I mean, I, the, the, the 
my thoughts were is like his calf was down. Yeah, I guess, I guess shin means down. I don't yeah. know. That one was, that was a strange one because his knee definitely wasn't down. But I guess your shin also technically counts as down. So, yeah. which I think if it's the rule, I don't know, man. That was it was very very borderline. That one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm if I'm being that. honest, it felt like Michigan dominated like three quarters of that game. Yeah. Um, and Sparty turned things up in the fourth quarter, and when it counted the most, they made big plays and had yeah. a lot of good conversions. Man, that's what it all came down to. Is yep. I think, you know, uh, if you're a Michigan fan, you could, you could definitely take that away. I think just at the end of the day, if, if uh, the bounce of the ball goes a couple different ways. And then I think there's also the, the settling for field goal stuff that I think, you know, if, if they hit on 50% of those fourth downs, um, you know, deep in our end when they're kicking field goals, I think it's, I mean, they were kicking field goals on like fourth and three stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, Michigan's analytics uh, just aren't that great when it comes to that fourth down Yeah, calculation exactly. of like, do we go for this or do we just take the points? You know, it's like you can have hindsight being 2020. It's like, oh, you know, we should have kicked the field goal there because we didn't, we didn't get the fourth down conversion. But yeah, I think you're more likely to walk away see- with, yeah, if you, in a if you, position, you know, if you convert and, and score touchdowns, then, you know, it's, it's, it's way better than kicking a field goal. Yeah. Especially. I was actually surprised that, uh, you know, Michigan state didn't have more um, of those like big plays, you know, like there was a few big plays that Michigan state did get on Michigan. Oh yeah. Other than, other than the Kenneth Walker stuff. Um, the fourth down conversion on like, it was like, and the, and the, yeah. And the, the couple of Jaden Reed, catches there yeah but i mean you guys i mean aiden hutchinson is a problem man dude is a stud he's so he uh that that pass rush i mean it really really caused a lot of problems for us as far as you know being peyton allowing peyton thorn to actually set up and and throw the ball so yeah and i it's funny though because i really thought that michigan state's pass rush was going to cause a lot more you know damage and hurt yeah. for um i think yeah i mean um that one and is it Andrell Anthony? Is that his name? Yeah, dude, him. He was a complete difference maker when it came to. I mean, he was he was torching us. Yeah. So, that was you know that was one of the big reasons we weren't even you know able to really allow our pass rush to to get to the to McNamara because he was he was getting it out nice and and getting uh, getting the ball to that guy. Yeah. Apparently, he's from East Lansing, so good for him. Yeah, I mean that was in front of the home crowd. That was uh I think he had more passing reception touchdowns. He's had the most since I think Braylon Edwards in that triple overtime game. Really? Yeah. But then the guy from Michigan State, um, what was his name? The running back Walker. Oh yeah, Walker. Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns, like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's pretty wild. That's ridiculous that that yeah i mean that what was, was his yards what was his yards after first contact in that oh game? i don't know he he it's it's been pretty nuts all year with that just being able to fight through contact i mean just some of the the still shots of like how the play starts out and be like yeah he got 19 yards on this and it's just like i don't i don't know how that yeah happens. there's like six dudes around him but he i don't know he seems to he, his vision is really good he he plays well off contact and then he's gonna he, be a good he, nfl running back i think yeah he also has the ability to kind of 
you know, get if he gets jammed up at the line, he, he's quick enough to, to figure out. something out and, yeah. and bounce it out. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Big Ten is still it's interesting because it's it it matters, right? But if depending on how the end of the year plays out here, it may not actually matter. I mean, Michigan could still very easily win the Big Ten and make it to the, the playoff. Um, all they have to do is win out and hope that Ohio State beats us or Penn State beats us. I don't think you guys are going to lose. I don't think Michigan State is going to lose to Penn State. I think Michigan State has shown that they're a lot yeah. better than Penn State. We get, um, yeah, and we, I think we get Penn State at home, which helps. Ohio, that Ohio State game is going to be the big one. Yeah. Well, Michigan plays people. Ohio State at home, but we have to play Penn State on the road. So I think that is going to be a hell of a That's challenge. That's tough. Yeah. 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 Um, See, that, you guys, will be, that will you be got, a challenge for sure. You guys get like Indiana this week or something like that? Yeah, we play Indiana. It's a night game this Saturday. All right. So get Indiana, then you go to Penn State, and you go to Maryland. Yeah, I mean, you should be – what? what is that, 9, 10, about 11 and 1 going into that Ohio State. Ohio State-Michigan game is going to be wild. Yeah. It's going to be a good game. Should be a good one, hopefully, as long as they're 11 and 1 and not 9 and 3. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think you're – I think you're fine from – here to here to there so to speak yeah um but yeah no i mean all gotta give gotta give your you know give credit where credit's due michigan state when it mattered most executed on plays that you know gave them the victory you know and they looked great i thought that that last pick i think the defense Mm. uh was waiting for that pretty much all day yeah yeah it was a little bit of like a zone man switch yep that uh yeah McNamara I mean and that's that's the type time of the game though when that kind of stuff happens to where you know you're basically forced to throw we know you're gonna throw the run game's pretty much non-existent at that point because you can't so get the ball down the field yeah yeah you gotta get the ball downfield um yeah I don't know man it was good good football game I really enjoyed watching it and you know that even I'm pretty sure you guys converted on two 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 point conversions as well. Yeah, I think so. Touchdowns. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which that's yep. pretty impressive in and itself as well. Yep. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a fun game to watch as a Spartan fan. Uh, was it thirty to fourteen going in the fourth quarter? I think yeah, it was either going into or in the fourth quarter. That's what the score was. Yeah. Let's see. Now it would have been. 27 14 going in the fourth you guys were up i think 30 14 at one point and then they scored shortly after that okay yep yeah man i think you know it's like being up it's it's like being up two to one in soccer going yeah it is and and, and losing (laughs) uh yeah i don't know i also think the Jim Harbaugh hates probably a little, a little bit overboard at this point, especially if he beats Ohio state this year. Cause I think it's very doable. Um, I don't know, man. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. If he loses to Ohio state, then I don't know what to do at that point. <laughs> He'll be like, Oh, and 10 against them or something ridiculous like that. Maybe not Oh, and 10, but it's going to be bad. He's got like, Oh, and seven, maybe this is his seventh yeah. year, right? Yeah. I want to say he's Oh, and seven. Yeah. Because the so, last Michigan team to beat um, Ohio, Ohio State. State was like in a really weird year, I think, where they had like interim coach or something. Really? 
Yeah. It wasn't like a Brady Hoke year, was it? Uh, it might have been a Brady Hoke year. Really? Yeah. Brady Hoke. <laughs> One of those guys that just – they just gave him that opportunity, man. Good for you, Brady Hoke. That guy sucks. <laughs> I don't know who I hate more, him or Rich Rodriguez. Probably. No, nah, man, Rich, Rich, Rich Rod was never given a shot there, man. Rich I mean, Rod. if you think about it, he just changed the entire culture of Michigan. It was that, the, but the Rich Rod thing, you know, look at where Ohio State went after they got rid of uh, Tressel. Urban Meyer came in and started running the spread. You know, Rich Rod was a little bit ahead of his time, and I just think he wasn't given a a shot as far as like, you know, full support. Let's do this. We're gonna run what he was running at West Virginia, and we're just gonna go for it. Yeah. Um Michigan, the last time they beat Ohio State was 10 years ago. Okay. And uh it was at Michigan and they won 40 to 34. Where's the game this year? Is it at Ohio State or Michigan? It is at Michigan. Dude, um, I think they could win that game for sure. Yeah. They've got um, the players, man. It's funny because, like, 2013 was close. I think they lost by a point. I remember Michigan, like, went for two to, like, try to beat Ohio State and lost. It was, like, the last play of the game. Yeah. Um, but it had, like, other than that, we just got – boat raced like yeah 42 to 28 42 to 13 yeah in 2016 it was a double overtime and michigan lost okay. by field goal to number two ohio state um 31 to 20 then we got a boat race 62 to 39 in 2018 um and then 56 to 27 in 2019 oof so and then i didn't play last year right no it's Dude, funny though, because like you look at the overall matchup, it's getting close now. It's fifty-eight to fifty-one okay. uh, with six ties. But it's like if it weren't for Ohio State's domination over like the last seventeen years, like Ohio Michigan has only won one game in the last seventeen years, and it was twenty eleven. Dang. Yeah. Um. How you feel about this McCarthy kid? I mean, I, I, I really like is, is he a true freshman right now? Uh, yes. Uh, I liked the play action play that they ran where he threw that touchdown pass. I thought that was a great throw. Um, but it just worried me that in the fourth quarter, he basically just had two turnovers when it mattered most. Hey, Katie. Hi. Yeah. Um, I think he's good, though. I'm, I'm excited to see. I think he's, he's, he's like a dual threat. He can run and he yeah, can he throw can the run. ball. Yeah, definitely run. So it's it's nice to see. I think he's got a better arm than McMara, but McMara makes way better decisions. Yeah, he, he just can't throw the ball for shit. He looks so like his form is so bad. Yeah, he looks like a shortstop trying to throw the ball to first base. <laughs> it's a good. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. So I mean, is that he's trying to play like a this two QB thing, like use this kid as like a little spice up the offense type thing. We'll change of pace. Seems yeah, to be Harbaugh's he, playing here. He, he didn't get as many plays as I thought he would have in that game. If I'm being honest, really? like, I thought he I was, was going to get a lot more. more looks. It seemed like he only got like a few touches. Yeah. Um, they only really called his number like two or three times. What did he end up three for four for 23 yards and a touchdown and 
McNamara went for 383 and two touchdowns. Yeah, that was by far the best game McNamara's had in his college career. Yeah, he was out there. I mean, dude, that that kid, that Andrell Anthony, man, six for 155 and two touchdowns. He was just balling. Him and Eric All yeah. were killing us. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice that I we found some receivers that can catch and, you know, make good athletic plays. I mean, that, I thought that one catch that he had from uh, McCarthy where he jumped up and grabbed that ball over that – DB from Michigan State like that was a that was a was pretty a big play. yeah it was a big time catch yeah yeah um, that and that slant he took for like 90 some yards in the first quarter yeah 93 yards oh my gosh Sheesh. dude I almost I almost got kicked out of the bar uh, <laughs> dude how's Chicago it was fun dude um I met up <laughs> with uh one of my one of my good buddies and then uh another one of my friends and uh <laughs> As soon as I walked up, I was wearing like a Michigan hat and Michigan hoodie, and I, I'm just getting booed, and like people are booing me. And I'm like, I just like threw up the bird and was just like, "Fuck you guys!" Yeah. And I was just like laughing and joking. And then uh, when that first uh, when that interception happened, I kind of got a little too excited and was like clapping pretty loud. Oh no! Yeah. And then this uh, one Spartan fan walked over to me. And he like got in my face. He yelled at me. And he was like, "Are you he fucking awesome. lost?" People he was are like, so are you fucking lost? Dude. I was like, all right, man, relax. <laughs> yeah. That's a football game, homie. Yeah. But then as soon as that uh, pass was thrown and he got past the secondary, I was like, see ya! See ya! <laughs> and then my buddy turned around. He's like, you might want to keep it down, dude. I was, like, <laughs> I was quiet for the rest of the game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it. <sighs> Then people just were throwing napkins all over me in the fourth quarter when they scored the second touchdown. To... Napkins? Yeah, napkins. All right. Yeah. Interesting, interesting tactic. Dude, just a ton of that, like all over the air. Just those, you know, those little square napkins they have at the the bar counter where like, oh, yeah. Drink. Yeah. People they just took like them. a whole stack of those and just threw just them in the air. People just kept throwing napkins at me. <laughs> It was fun. That sounds like a good time. All right, dude. All right, you want to go? Let's do. Let's do college football playoff rankings. This will be our. Is this the first? Is this the first? First first set. First set. All right. So Georgia's one. Alabama's two. State's three. They went Oregon over Ohio State, which I think is the right thing to do, right? For four and five. They put Cincinnati all the way down at six. Michigan's at seven. Oklahoma's at eight, Wake Forest is at nine, and then Notre Dame is at 10. Um, I don't know. I think they did a pretty good job. I think that Michigan State is basically just Big Ten winner. You know, they're going to throw the Big Ten winner. You're going to get the Pac-12 winner, and you're going to get probably two SEC teams, maybe Cincinnati if the SEC – I guess maybe if Georgia goes undefeated and beats – like an Alabama in the SEC championship game, then you don't really need two SEC teams, right? I think, yeah. I, I, I do like Big 12. Or I think what's going to happen, though, is if Bama beats Cincinnati. Georgia, I still think both of those teams are going to be in the playoffs. I think so, too. I think if Bama beats Georgia, then you have to put both of those teams in, right? Yeah. And I think Oklahoma should make it over Cincinnati. Cincinnati's strength of schedule is nowhere near – as tough as Oklahoma's was. Yeah, you think Cincinnati? I mean, the only team that they've really played is Notre Dame. Really? Yeah, and they Notre Dame. Yeah, it's they don't play anybody, and they don't even play the best team in the AC. Like they don't even play Wake Forest. 
That's really yeah, because they're in an independent conference, so it's like they're not going to get they're not going to get the looks. I think that um, they play looks like South Florida's their toughest remaining game. Yeah, I mean they beat Indiana, Notre Dame. Yeah, dude, they really haven't played anybody. I mean, it just kind of screws them. But what were they expecting? Yeah, I mean Luke Fickle's got to go, right? Not got to go, but like he's gonna get he's gonna get hired by somebody else, right? Maybe yeah. Not. He maybe because what's he holding out for the Ohio State job? Is that his goal? He's an Ohio State alum, right? Yeah, Fickle. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if the Ohio State job is going to be vacant. Like, right? I don't think they're going to. Dude, what's his face? Like one of the top five paid coaches in the country. Yeah. Um. Whoever they, I don't even know who their coaches now. Um. What's that guy's name? I'm trying to pull it up. I, uh, I try not to think about the enemy in the south. The enemy in the south. Ryan Day. Yeah. Um. All right. Do they play Nebraska, Ohio State? Uh, they play Nebraska this weekend. Oh, dude, they could lose to Nebraska. I don't think they'll lose at Nebraska. Nebraska's, man, I mean, other than they just kind of, like, shoot themselves in the foot. They, I mean, they played us tough. They played you guys tough. Yeah. I should say should have lost to Nebraska. I mean, we got – we had Jaden Reed return a punt late in the game that pretty much saved the day for us. Yeah. Man, you know what's funny? I'm looking at Ohio State's schedule, and their schedule's not even really that tough, other than playing Michigan and Michigan State at the end of the season. Yeah. Let's see. Well, they they beat Penn State already, right? Yeah, they beat Penn State. They lost to Oregon. Penn State's dropped down at 20, though. Yeah, they're 22 now or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I mean, Nebraska, Purdue, Michigan State, Michigan is not an easy last four games. No. Nebraska's gonna Nebraska's gonna I mean they need a big win. Yeah. Scott Frost really, I mean, three and six, they're better than three and six. Do they poop they just oh, they they beat oh they lost to Minnesota. Minnesota's also tough, man. Yeah, Minnesota not that anybody made, plays them here at the end of the year, but yeah, I mean they battled Ohio State at the beginning of the season. I do remember that. Purdue beat Nebraska. I mean, Michigan State against Purdue this weekend would be interesting. We might lose to Purdue after beating Michigan. I don't see. I don't think so. I think you guys have a lot of steam rolling Dude, forward. Uh, I yeah, think. I mean, we've got that one of those teams that just feels like everything's gonna go right for some reason. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Whatever Mel Tucker, whatever kind of sauce he's putting in the in the spaghetti at on campus there, it seems to be working. But at the same time, dude, Purdue, I mean, they beat Iowa, Nebraska. Purdue is not a bad football team. No, they're not. Five and three. Beat Iowa. They lost to Minnesota. It's just a weird. And it is a weird afternoon game, too, for you guys. Yeah. It's a random 3.30 game. Didn't uh, Purdue, Purdue just come off a pretty – Big win? Didn't they just stun, like, Iowa or something? They beat Iowa, yeah, when Iowa was number two a couple yeah. weeks ago. I don't know, man. We'll talk about this when we get to the NFL, but it, it's getting to the time of the year when stuff is just getting grindy, you know? Yeah. Like, dude, everybody's beat up. It's, you know, just this is when stuff starts to really separate itself out. And 
stuff just starts getting grindy, you know, yeah. and, and with college football, it's, it's one game, right? I mean, you're looking at teams at the end of the year, you can maybe lose a game if you're one of those high ends, you know, squads, but otherwise if you lose twice, you're pretty much out of it as far as, you know, the end, the end game goes. Yeah. I mean, you could still go to a bowl game if you have over six, six or seven wins, but right at the end of the day, that's not what people are going for, you know? Right. But like, you know, if it NFL type scheduling, you know, Michigan, Michigan loses to Michigan state last week. Not a big deal. We'll see him again at home, you know, type of mentality. Where, yeah, that's true. You know, you're going to figure it out over 18 games as opposed to you got to play 12 games versus 12 different opponents. And it's kind of like a let the chips fall where they may type of situation. Yeah. The dynamics of like football and like the importance of the games, I feel like is so much more. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just on a completely different level. Like, dude, so, all right, so this, this is a good transition to the NFL. So our picks this week, dude, so bad. So bad. We both that went – terrible. We both went eight and seven. <laughs> Jeez, old Pete's. Like, but if you look at the games, I mean, let's, let's, let's just run through week eight of the NFL. Uh, all right, Giants, Chiefs last night, sure. Chiefs win by three, much closer game than you would think. I think the Giants are getting better, and the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs, they traded for a linebacker today. Um, It's not going to help them. I don't know that it'll help them that much, but their defense has just been bad, and Patrick, you know, Patrick Mahomes continues to have turnover problems. I mean, the interceptions, they're still fluky, but they're just high-risk plays where, you know, in, in past years he probably hits that, where this year it bounces off some guy's chest or helmet and flips up into the air and gets intercepted. And he Instead of a catch, kinda, yeah. Kind of on the opposite end of that spectrum as far as, like, you know, he's, he's kind of reverting to the mean as far as, like, his high-risk play style is all of a sudden coming back to bite him a little bit. I'm not saying he should stop. I think he just, you got to keep throwing. You know, shooter's got to shoot type of mentality. Shooter's got to shoot, man. Yep. Um. All right, Packers Cardinals. I think we we mentioned last week that we thought this game could potentially be a Packers win. Yeah, like we a let down for the Cardinals. Yeah, um, Packers win by three. We get an Aaron Rodgers meme. It was a Thursday night game. <laughs> you know, Thursday night games are weird anyway, so They're it's not so really weird. that surprising. Um, yeah, man, Car- I, Cardinals will be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. I think. They needed to get that one, that first loss off their back. I think they're going to be in pretty good shape yeah. Um, for their matchup this weekend. Um, they just, they're, they're going to be running on all cylinders. I don't anticipate that they're going to, I think that they're probably going to give it to San Fran. I don't think that that could yeah. be that close. Yeah. Um, but I think that at the very end of the game, that, that pass to AJ Green, I don't know, maybe he thought it was a running play. I think it just seemed like he should have been looking back for the ball because that looked like it was in a spot where he could have made a catch to end that game very easily. Yeah, I think he probably thought it's a run play. Um, possibly like a Kyler audible that got miscommunicated. It is what it is. I mean, or it's one of those RPO. games where, you know, this is the type of – especially with it with them bumping out to 17 weeks – we're in the midst of it, man. I mean, you yeah. got NFL teams. It's getting weird. You know, you've got teams that look really good at the beginning of the year. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking specifically about the Browns 
right? That are just beat. Yeah. You know, Nick Chubb's up. coming off injury. You know, Dearness Johnson scored again this week. Um, you know, versus someone like the Steelers, who we pretty much wrote off at the beginning of the year, they come in and beat the Browns this week. You know, they're at like four and three now. Yeah, I, the Steelers just have completely surprised me. I for sure thought that they were done so. Yeah, I think. And, uh, yeah, I think you got you got to give credit to Mike Tomlin. Yeah, Mike Tomlin's a hell of a coach. Dude, just just got the boys, you know, where they need to be. But I think a little bit of that is just the Browns. I mean, Baker Mayfield playing with a busted shoulder is just just can't be good. No, yeah. Um, they seem like they're having some uh, some struggles, um, just scoring points right now too, which is difficult yeah. to win games when you can't score points even if your defense is holding other teams to what you would expect right you know, it's still it's it's hard to win games when you can't put points on the board with your offense I was, I was listening to uh uh another podcast and they were talking about how the browns basically when the the browns in like a two-minute drill basically become the lions yeah, like they can score if it's like a normal flow of the game. When it comes down to like crunch time and they got to force the pass and and kind of get out of their normal rhythm, it's 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 borderline incompetent. Yeah, does not. Yeah, they scored like... they scored ten points this week in an NFL yeah. team. Yeah, in in week eight, ten points. It's get Lions. Did you see six the points. tweet? Did you see the tweet that Odell Beckham's father made? Something about how the issues that Odell's having this year are related to Baker Mayfield, not passing the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, Baker, he's got his busted shoulder. I mean, there was that week, there was a week earlier this year where he missed Odell on for like three open touchdowns the same week. I guess there's probably something to that, but at the same time, yeah. But you know, Baker playing hurt Baker, just being the, the Baker Mayfield, you know, the like, he's one of those players that thinks he's more athletic than he is. Like, you know, yeah. you, you put him in that, like that, you know, did you see Jameis get hurt this week? What are yeah, you doing, Jameis? Slide. He's done for the season, bro. Did you see his crutch dance though? Yeah. The crutch dance after the win. <laughs> that was ridiculous. All right. Uh, let's yeah, run through some more. <laughs> yeah. Let's run through some of these real quick. Uh, Panthers, Falcons, Panthers are four and three now. They beat the Falcons nineteen thirteen. Uh, that was such a weird game. It's a weird game. I don't know. It's one of those boring NFL games. Probably don't want to watch. Uh, Sam Darnold didn't get benched. Maybe he did. I'm not sure. He didn't play well either way. He only had 129 yards. I mean, the yeah, Panthers think- four and four. Falcons at three and four. I don't know, man. Probably it's crazy to me that they. It's crazy to me that they won without um, Kaden or uh, Christian um, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah, like I just. They were saying he was potentially part of the deal they were trying to offer for uh, Deshaun Watson. Really? Yeah, that would have been interesting. Which I'm, I'd be complete if I'm the Panthers fan. I would if you can trade if you could just do. If Deshaun Watson doesn't go to jail, right? Big yeah. if here. But, you know, if you could just do know that Deshaun Watson isn't going to jail, Deshaun Watson straight up for Christian McCaffrey, I think you'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Just QB for running back all day. 
Um, quick, quick call out. Robbie Anderson didn't have a single catch. Dude, he got lit. He got lit up by one of the Falcons defenders on like, it must've been early in the game. Like, I don't know. Like it looked like it was like immediately bruised or cracked ribs. Yeah. He had uh one target the entire game. Yeah, dude, that was the target. He, he literally is like a crossing route. He, he catches it as he's catching it. Safety comes up and just smokes him right in the ribs with his shoulder. Like it's a clean hit, but it just, like I, he must not have played after that. Yeah. So, all right. Titans Colts, uh, Titans win 34, 31. Derrick Henry looks like he's potentially out for the year. Yeah. That's foot injury. He's, he's out indefinitely. The football um, gods took away the greatness that was the last two and a half years of Derrick Henry's career. Dude, he would have. He was on an all all time great run there, dude. He could have set some record. He could have set some records this year, which is really unfortunate. But you know, it just goes to show you that nobody is injury proof in uh, in the NFL, other than Tom Brady. Other than that one year when he blew out his knee. (laughs) Yeah, somehow miraculously came back after that to extend his career. Yeah. Uh, All right. yeah, I mean, the, the Derrick Henry stuff is a big thing. Carson Wentz had one of his – another dude – Same, you know, he's like the next level of I'm, – I'm, I think I'm more athletic than I am, like above Baker Mayfield. Like another just Carson Wentz play this week where he's in the end zone, going to get sacked for safety, just throws the pick six. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> dude, he said – I'm telling you, somebody needs to make a super cut of all of the weird – Carson Wentz trying to be Pat Mahomes plays this year because he seems to have one or two a game where he's like falling down or he's just in a bad situation and he just he he makes it worse no matter what terrible passes of the NFL this year just like you know cut them all together he's made quite a few bad ones dude Josh Allen had one it won't make the highlight reel because it was incomplete but it's like he he takes a snap, goes to the right, runs into his offensive lineman, goes to the left, is falling down, and just whips it out and gets it like 35 yards downfield, almost hits his receiver. Like just a ridiculous play, like a complete, like he's just trying to, he knows his receiver's got to be in that area somewhere, and he's just trying to get the ball out. Just an absurd type of play. Yeah. Speaking to him, all right, so in the they they go in and take care of business against the Dolphins. The Dolphins scored 11 points. I don't – what a weird week in the NFL. Yeah, I, they had a safety at one point. It was just – Yeah, I don't know, man. Just a weird or – did, Or did they go for two there at that I think point? it looks like they went for two at the end. Yeah. Um, But just a weird – yeah, the, the Dolphins are just not good. The one in seven Dolphins. Tua went for 205 yards and an interception. I think, I mean, they're, they've just got problems. I mean, they're kind of on that same level, just not, maybe not quite as bad as the Lions. Uh, if you're the Lions, would you trade for Tua? You give like a pick for Tua? I would. Why not? Yeah. I mean, at this point, I would. Um, just, I'm also know. surprised that the Lions didn't try to make a move on Watson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, dude, you know, it's interesting. I really want to know be interested to know what they're trying to get for him 
at this point. Because yeah. if they're trying to get like full, he's not going to jail value. It's probably not worth it just from a risk perspective. I mean, you have to be able to get him at a pretty steep discount. Yeah. You know, like, would you do two firsts and a, you know, and a player, maybe two firsts, like a second and a fifth for him? Or would, because I, I bet you they're up, asking for I like two give or up three that first many, rounds. I wouldn't give up that many picks for Deshaun Watson. I bet you they're asking for like two to three first round picks for him. Yeah. Which I don't think you do. Unless no. you know, unless you've got some sort of like inside information on what's going on with his whole um legal issues yeah um all right bengals jets the dude mike white is that the guy's name yes the rookie yeah first yeah the guy 37 for 45 for 405 yards three touchdowns two interceptions man efficient that's that is just that's beautiful he's he's outplaying zach wilson i was gonna say is he gonna steal a job from zach wilson is Zach Wilson on the trading block? <laughs> no. <laughs> you heard it here but first. He might, he might be on the bench. How old well, is he's that? Definitely Matt? on the bench. How right old? Now. Well, yeah. How old, old is Mike? that? Uh, yeah, I, Mike White. Yeah. How old is Mike White? I think Mike White is a rookie. Like this is his first year in the league. Oh no! Fifth round, twenty eighteen. So. So where does where does he come from? Western Kentucky Hilltop. He was a Hilltopper, baby. Okay. Yeah. That game was definitely a surprise to me. Like, I for sure thought that the Bengals were going to win that game convincingly the way that Joe Burrow has been playing. But I almost feel like they just went into that game thinking they were going to win and probably yep. just were unexpected. Like, they didn't rush the ball for shit. They had 41 rushing yards. A little too much swagger, maybe. Joe Mixon couldn't do anything. Yeah, a little too much swagger maybe from the Bengals coming in number one seed in the AFC against the lowly one and five Jets. A little overconfident, but dude, yeah. that's the thing. At this point in the year, though, you just get these weird games, man. You know, you get teams that will show up and teams that, you know, will lay goose eggs. And I think that's kind of you got that little bit of a combination. And not that the Bengals laid a goose egg here. I mean, it was a close game throughout. Just almost felt like the Bengals just couldn't quite close them out. And then the Jets were able to, you know, make enough plays at the end there. I mean, they scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, so I think not really much you could take away from this game. Yeah. Bengals, Bengals play the Browns again this week. That'll be an interesting game. to. That's a really important game for the Bengals, man. If they want to win that division, I mean, oh, yeah. you look at that division with uh, Baltimore and, you know, the Steelers, like with the Steelers kind of making that turnaround, it could be anybody's division, man. Like literally any four of those teams could win it. Yep. It's a bad loss for the Bengals. It's a really it a bad, very loss. bad loss to the worst team in the league you know, other than the Lions. That's one of those games that if you're going to be the one seed, you got to win. All right. Uh, Steelers Browns. We kind of hit on this game already. Um, you know, Browns went up early. Steelers end up coming back. I mean, the Browns just didn't score any points like the whole second half of the game, really. Yeah, they didn't. I guess they scored a touchdown in the third quarter. And that's it. Yeah, and that's it. So, it I don't know, man. It's a weird it game. Was just a bad game to watch. Yeah, just a bad game. That's a good way to put it. Baker, twenty to thirty-one for two fifty-five. Big Ben, twenty-four to thirty-four for two sixty-six and a touchdown. Not a game. 
was very entertaining. Um, yeah, I don't know. Steelers though, four and three. You know they they kind of got written off at the beginning of the year. Back in it. Those divisions look tough so, team. Yeah, those divisions look so different now. Like this, you know, we're it's we're getting to that point of the year where like if if as if you get to this point and you're four and four and you can run up like a three game win streak, a three, a four game win streak at this point in the year, that's going to be the difference between a lot of these teams in the playoffs. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, even the Bengals going from top of the AFC, they lose this week. They could lose again against the Browns on Sunday. That's two in a row. They're five and four, right? That looks, you know, they lose again. They're back to 500. I mean, you know, it's just one of those where fortunes can change very quickly. Yeah. I mean, what do you th- at this time you, of the year? What do you think about that? Uh, the Patriots. Uh, Dude, that's Parker's another team. team. That's another team where, hey, they go into L.A., beat the Chargers. Nobody expected to see that. Nobody. So what, what are we at? We got the Chargers now are at four and three after it looked like they were going to completely run away with that division. Yep. The Patriots are back to 500 at four and four. Chargers Mac have Jones, lost the last two. The chart. Yeah. They've lost two in a row. Mac Jones. We were talking about it all year. He's just, he's like noodle armed Alex Smith, right? He's not going <laughs> to, he's not going to kill you with his deep ball, but he's just, he just does enough with that offense. And then you have Bill Belichick kind of doing his thing on defense. I mean, it's a big win for them. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers don't have an easy schedule either. Their next couple of games are not going to be cakewalks. No. They got to go to uh, Philadelphia Eagles with their, their next matchup. And, like, Eagles aren't just a pushover team. The way that their offense handled the Lions, granted oh, the Lions, man. but the I Lions have so much hope. I had yeah. so much hope, bro. I really thought that that was going to be the Lions' first win, and the Eagles just, just came out and shit stomped them. I th- we thought, I know, we talked about our prediction last week was that Dan Campbell cries tears of joy. <laughs> yeah. I Dude, forget how you want that. Down. Housed man, forty-four to whatever, just bad. To six. Oh. It, the, I feel bad for the fantasy owners because they they didn't even like end up playing like the the fourth quarter. Yeah, dude, that that. Did Matt Stafford break the Lions? He did. Just they got so hyped for that game. Well, now he's probably going to win a Super Bowl. And they couldn't beat him. Even, like, they put, uh, like, all their emotion into that one week. Couldn't do it. And it's like, Dan Campbell, you can't just keep going back to the well. You know, you can't just – at some point, your players are just going to break. Yeah. And uh, I think, I don't know, that, that's a, that was a broken team type of game, man. 44-6 to six against an Eagles team that hasn't been J- – Jalen Hurts, 9 of 14 for 100 yards. That's all he needed. That's all he needed. Just – they ran all over the, the Lions. I mean, Jalen Hurts had 70 yards. Boston Scott, little Boston Scott had 60 yards. Jordan Howard, back from the dead, 57 yards. Kenny Gainwell. Just a quick 230 on the ground. Just a quick 230. Uh, we didn't have 200. Oh, no, we had 220, 228 total yards. 
Let's see how the line. I mean, Jared Goff just continues to be very the epitome of a worse than average quarterback who should be better. How old is Jared Goff now? Is he like 25? Yeah, he's got to be something like that. 27. Okay. Um, David Blau. Did David Blau play? No. DeAndre Swift. Terrible game. Hey, at least TJ Hawkinson had 10 for 89, you know? Yeah. At least their tight end caught some balls. You had 11 targets. You had the Man. most targets of any receiver for the Lions. Yeah. Let's, he seems to be the only person Jared Goff likes throwing the ball to. No. It's not like he has a Robert Woods or a Forty or Cooper Cup. Cooper Four. Cup. Yeah, it's not like he was tearing it up when he had him anyway. Like yeah. it's it's just yeah, it almost feels disrespectful to that offense that Jared Goff used to run it, you know what I mean? Given what Matt Stafford's been able to do. Yeah. That poor guy, man. Just what poor guy. Matt Stafford. Just, you know, look at what he's doing now that he's got an actual team around him. Did you see they they uh they got my boy Von Miller? Oh my gosh, dude. They are gonna be ridiculous. So you got Jalen Ramsey, secondary, Von Miller, your linebacker core, and Aaron Donald holding down the D line. I mean, it's just gonna come down to who's gonna win that division, you know. Is it gonna be the Rams or is it gonna be the Cardinals? Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's either whoever is in this is going to be the first wild card team who's going to win their wild card game. The Rams got a, a you know, now that the Titans don't have um, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, I think it's going to be a little easier game for them this coming weekend. Um, but you also got to think that uh, that just opens it up for more possibilities of plays that they're just not expecting to. But yeah, I mean, we're also going to find out if Ryan Tannehill has been a product of having Derrick Henry or if Ryan Tannehill is actually, you know, taking that, that next step up as a quarterback. I have a feeling that we could see Ryan Tannehill just throw the ball all over the place from here on out. Yeah. You know, I don't know if Julio is going to be back or not, but AJ Brown is definitely back and balling. So interesting to see how that team adapts to the Derrick Henry. Cause you can't, you can't replace that. You just can't. No. What, what did the what did go. the Rams give up for Von Miller? Like a sixth round pick or something stupid, dude. It was not much. What? Yeah. Are the Rams paying his whole salary? Or I would I would guess they are, yeah. That's just uh, that's a hell of a deal. Rams will send uh Oh, never mind. Second and third. Yeah, not a sixth rounder. So they just have no draft picks left. Well, it's not like they need any draft picks. Their team is pretty freaking. Now they're going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, then it doesn't really matter. Just yeah, bail out completely. Um, all right, let's. Uh, where are we at here? Bengals, Jets, Steelers, Browns, Lions, Eagles. Rams, Texans. Yeah, I mean Rams beat the Texans. I don't know. This game is thirty-eight twenty-two, but. The Texans scored a bunch of garbage time points, so it was you know Rams basically didn't play much of the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's kind of similar to that Lions game, except for the Lions just the Lions couldn't even score garbage time points. <laughs> well, Houston scored twenty two points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, 
Yeah. When did the Lions score their six points in the fourth quarter? I mean, they did, dude, the Lions are so broken right now. They couldn't even score garbage time points. Um, let's see. 49ers Bears. Uh, did you go to this game? You're in Chicago? No, no I did not go to that game. Uh, Justin Fields ran for the, for the first time. Uh, not for the first time, but he had 103 yards rushing. So, I mean. I got to do more yeah, of that. That's uh, that's kind of good to see from a fantasy perspective and from a, hey, this guy runs a 4-3. Maybe we should rush him perspective if you're a Bears fan. You still lost. Yeah, they still lost. Uh, 49ers are at 3-4, Bears 3-5. and five. You know, I don't know what the Bears' expectations were for this season. The 49ers, I think. It's a weird year as well. Probably expected to be better than three and five at this point, though. I just think it's crazy that Garoppolo had 322 yards and he didn't have a single touchdown. Yeah, that's that's Jimmy Garoppolo. Like a bunch of five to 15 yard passes. We did have two touchdowns rushing and only had four yards. <laughs> Wait, Garoppolo did? Yeah. Oh, good for him. So. Uh, Patriots Chargers we kind of touched on already. Uh, I dude, I, yeah, Patriots are really interesting. It, it'd be it'd be interesting to see how the next couple of weeks play out for them. Uh, Jag the Jagoffs versus the Seahawks. Uh, this is one of the games I went with the Jagoffs. That was a big mistake on my part. Gino does enough uh, to get a win. I think you know it's a big win for the Seahawks. They need to stay. They need to stay close to five hundred until Russ comes back. So three and five. <laughs> Much better than two and six. Uh, That's going to be difficult for them to do. They, they play at Green Bay this weekend. Yeah. And they go to the card. Tough. Oh, then they got the Cardinals at home. So yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Russ, they need Russ back bad. Otherwise, they could very easily be three and seven here at the end of the next two weeks. Yeah. Otherwise, maybe Russ go get your hand good for next year type of situation. Yeah. You know, hopefully, hopefully Pete Carroll's still alive next year, chewing gum. He was uh, very <laughs> Buccaneers Saints, um, yeah, man, Goat Show. This is I feel like Tom Brady does this every year in his like, you know, his his post forty years where he'll he'll just kind of go through a stretch. I think they have a bye either maybe next this week. Do they? Yeah, they have a bye this week. Yep. Um, you know, so I'm not super surprised by this. Uh, you know. Let's see. What was his stat line? He they went 20 to 40 for 375, four touchdowns. He's still balled out, but they have a pretty easy schedule in the next for over the next four weeks too, until they get to the bills. Yeah. And they play the saints again. Yeah. Then, so I don't know. I mean, it, they close out the season Panthers, Jets, Panthers, Panthers, Jets, Panthers. Yeah. Right, so, so that's three wins, three wins there. And then they play the Falcons nine. 10. And they play Washington football team when 11. they get back from the bye. Then they play the Colts, which 12. that could be a closer game, but I'm, I'm going to give the Bucks that game. And then they play the Bills on uh, December 12th. So at worst, they're, they're like 12 and 5. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. The Bucks are in the playoffs, which yeah. at this point is, I think – let's just get as healthy as we can. You know, they're in a position at six and two, even with the loss of the saints, you know, seven to one would be nice, but six and two is absolutely fine for them. Given that schedule you just laid out, let's just make sure, you know, I like at this point, even if, if you're them, like give Mike Evans a week, an extra week off, you know, give, give, you know, let Chris Godwin sit out. 
Yeah. You know, Might especially as well. some of these scrub teams. I'm sure they'll, you know, that, that'll be part of the game plan towards the end of the year, but you know, I did they're they're definitely gonna be absolutely fine. Who's gonna be the quarterback for the Saints moving I forward? I guess I guess uh well it's gonna be um what's his name? Seaman. No, it's Simeon for now, but who's his hurt? Their rusher guy. Oh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Why would I want to call him Josh? Uh, yeah, Taysom Hill will probably be. I would think he'd be the starter when the when he comes back, and they'll just. I don't know. What are they at? Five and two. I mean, yeah, dude, they're going to be a playoff team with no quarterback. <laughs> Talk about someone who could could have used the. I guess I don't. Yeah, what do you do at that point? I mean, you obviously aren't. You're going to be in any trade talks. Trade deadline just passed or is coming up when, when Jameis gets hurt. So it's hard to trade for somebody. I mean, they don't have a tough schedule, but they don't have a super easy schedule. They play at Tennessee, at Philly. Then they have uh, Buffalo at home and Dallas at home. So those are two back-to-back tough games. Yeah. Then they have to go to Tampa in December. Yeah, I mean, they, they finish off the season in Miami, Carolina, Atlanta. So those are pretty much three wins at the end of the season too yeah be interesting to see what they do and and i mean sean payton seems to be it doesn't matter they're just gonna grind it out and win games yeah i think alvin Kamara continues maybe they lean on him a little bit more here they get michael thomas back at some point so that should be at least a boost to their passing game although they won't have Jameis to throw him but hey maybe trevor simeon and Taysom hill make it happen yeah um all right Washington Broncos. Eesh. I don't know what to do about this game. 10 17. Yeah. Just boring. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys Vikings. Kirk Cousins. He's got to win this week. He's under 500 now. Yep. The Vikings. Uh, dude, that same podcast I was listening to, they said, you know, the Vikings. Uh, oh, man. What was the. What was he now? They just. they Whatever it is, that it's going to be a four, a four to 10 point game. Like they're just going to keep it. I mean, within a single we pick, score, we picked this game, not knowing Dak was going to be out. Dak yeah. didn't play this game. Cooper I don't think Rush. either of us would have picked the Cowboys if we knew Dak wasn't playing. No, I definitely would not have picked this game. Had I known that Dak wasn't going to play, but Cooper, Cooper Rush, Rush played out of his mind. Cooper Rush did his thing. And uh, the Vikings, the Vikings are the Vikings. They got pretty lucky a few times. Um, I'll be honest. Like, I think Minnesota lost some opportunities to win this game. They Dallas did not run the ball that well. And uh, I was actually surprised that, uh, you know, their offense didn't attempt to run the ball more with having Cooper Rush in that quarterback. Because, like, right. you got Ezekiel Elliott back there and, their, their offensive line's not bad. I just didn't understand why they, they didn't put the, the ball on the ground more. But I don't know. Maybe Ezekiel Elliott's kind of injured, which wouldn't surprise me. Maybe. Um, yeah, I know. I think the Vikings probably could have been more aggressive. Otherwise, you know, like I said, they're, they just seem like that team that's going to play to their competition, and no matter who their competition is. And Kirk Cousins can never be – more than one game above 500. No. I guess that's the theory for this year. But he yeah. he's right now one game below, so you know we got to pick him this week. All right, uh, Giants versus Chiefs. 
I watched some of this game. Chiefs had some weird turnovers. Once again, it, it seems to be going that way for old Patty Mahomes and the boys this week or this year. Um, I think their problem is their offensive line. I, I think that, you know, it's much easier for Pat Mahomes to do Pat Mahomes things when he has time to do them as opposed to being pressured all the time. So yeah. um, I think that's their problem, that and their defense. Yeah. But, you know, we've talked enough on here about the paying one guy so much money uh, issues that, uh, that that causes. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of adjustments they make here down the stretch. And they're going to be a borderline playoff team, though. You I know. think if Saquon would have played in that game, it would have been a different game for. Uh, oh yeah, there's yeah, yeah. Um, I think once they get him back, Giants aren't that bad of a team. No, I they're. I think they're they're probably better than two and six. Yeah. Um, I don't know much better, but they're probably better than that. Uh, Chiefs, yeah, it'll just be interesting to see how this plays out down the stretch here because they're going to have a chance to, you know. Play the Chargers again, play the Raiders again, play all these teams again that are in their division and potentially win out. But at the same time, they've already struggled so much. It's hard to see that coming to fruition without something changing, especially after they struggle against the Giants. All right, let's dive into week 10, my friend. Sorry, week nine. For week nine. All right, we get a crappy Thursday night game after two good Thursday night games. Jets-Colts. Uh, Jets at the Colts. Let's pull up some. Actually, let's just do Vegas on this. I got the uh, the Colts winning this one at home. I think Vegas has uh, got it. Colts, Colts favorite, plus, right? Yeah, they got Colts or yeah, Indiana minus ten and a half. Oh yeah, minus I see. Yeah, minus I see some at fourteen and a half. Holy smokes! All right, so yeah, so I think we're both going Colts here. Unless Mike White is just a baller. Is, is the Indy defense better than the Colts or the Bengals defense? Probably, yeah. Yeah. But I also – One of those, man. It's, it's it, was, it, was at, it was at New York last week, right? Yeah. These yeah. middle – So this is on the road. I just don't think on the road they're going to have as much success as – they did at these, home. Dude, these middle of the year games, man, where so like, weird. you know, maybe Mike White is like the next coming of Tom Brady and we're just going to see the Jets go on a run here. Doubt it, though. I'll go Colts with you. All right. <laughs> Put a big, big both of us on that. All right. Miami at Houston. Sorry, Houston at Miami. Uh, Houston at Miami. This is such a crapshoot game. I feel like this game is going to just come down to who's going to make that that important play at the end of the game, you know. I'm going to take Miami at home just because they're at home and because I don't have any faith in Houston winning on the road. What a gross game. Yeah. Uh, Miami's a seven-point favorite. I think I'm just going to roll with Vegas on this one and go with the Dolphins. At home, Tua has a game, right? Why not? All right, Denver at Dallas. Denver at Dallas, I think this is very straightforward. Dallas is going to win this game in a landslide. Yeah, I'll go with Dallas as well. What is wrong with Dak Prescott? 
Um, I think it was his calf. Is he playing? Is he going to yeah. play this week? He, he, I think he, he's green light for this week. Expect to be full goal. Okay, so yeah. he's good. All right. Um, There's been a lot of players with calf injuries this year. Yeah. Yeah, there has. Weird. Weird muscle to be messing up. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the Cowboys there as well. Uh, let's see. Minnesota, Baltimore, Baltimore, six-point favorites. Man, I got – you know, this is the Kirk Cousin theory gets put to the test here. It does, but it's at Baltimore, which is so weird. They're going to play them close. They are. I, I got to <laughs> take advantage with Baltimore coming off the bye week that they're going to win that game, though. All right, so you're going Baltimore? Yeah. Get, I, I need a reason to pick Kirk Cousins here. Give me something. Disappointment from Dallas? Um, how about the fact that Baltimore is coming off a of bye week, Ben, and they might not be ready to play? Bye week letdown. Bye week letdown. I like it. I'm going with the Vikings here. Kirk Cousins gets back to 500, just like right where he needs to be, dude. Right. I kind of want to put money on this game now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, New England at Carolina. Another Ooh. weird game, dude. A weird game to pick. Yeah, I just think uh, after New England coming off of that win out in uh, um, Los Angeles against the Chargers, I think yeah. they, they've, they've found something, man. They've found something so? working for them, and I think that uh, they're progressing in a good direction. They, they have back-to-back pretty decent wins, so I'm going to take New England over Carolina. I'll Yeah, I'll take New England here too because I like Mac Jones more than I like Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, yeah. Yeah, maybe he gets benched, but for PJ Walker again, we get to see that. I love PJ Walker, by the way, one of my favorite backup QBs. He was an XFL guy before COVID killed the XFL. PJ Walker was an XFL star. Oh, okay. You remember that? Yeah, I remember we XFL talked about was, the XFL. XFL was coming back. Yeah, we were talking about that. XFL is like PJ Walker and Cordero Patterson were like the big guns. The big guns. Um, all right, Buffalo at Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, At the Jagoffs. Yeah. Jacksonville doesn't stand a chance. I think Buffalo steamrolls them. Yeah, I think uh, Josh Allen, yeah, he, he beats the Jagoffs for sure. Um, What's the line in that game? Ten and a half? That's it's got to be at least. Not even that wild. Fourteen and a half. Oh, 14 and a half. Okay. Jacksonville plus 14 yep. and a half. Yeah, okay. Uh, Cleveland at Cincinnati, Cincinnati minus three or slash two and a half, depending on the book. Um, this is another weird one to pick, man. Uh, I don't like this one because both these teams are coming off a loss. I feel like you just got to give the advantage to Cincinnati for being at home, but like it's not really at home because it's in the same state of Ohio. Yeah, so I'm going with the Bengals because Joe Burrow doesn't have a broken shoulder, but that's yeah. the only reason. It's got to be the only reason. You going Bengals as well or are you going Browns? <sighs> I'm going to go against my better judge, man. I'm going to say Cleveland's going to win this one. Dude, I don't hate the pick. I mean, it, it's one of those games where if Cleveland scores some early touchdowns, they're able to kind of lean on the Bengals and run the ball. Then, I mean, Nick Chubb is still Nick Chubb at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. And if he's coming back, I think they should at least get something going with the running game. Yeah. They got to get back to the basics of what was winning them games at the beginning of the season. That was running, establishing a good running game. Yep. 
All right, Las Vegas against the Giants. Las Vegas is two and a half point favorite. Did you hear Henry Ruggs? Hen- Henry Ruggs killed, killed someone. That's drunk, crazy. Yeah, drunk shot. Drunk, drunk driving accident. accident. Pretty, pretty sad. Um, yeah, for sure. He just ruined his own life and somebody else's. Yeah, he, yeah, not a good uh, top golf, apparently, is where, where it all. Where he got nice and liquored up. And I was going to go to Top Golf out in Vegas with my dad and my brother. I don't think we're going to go there now. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I, I think we can know, just get an we, Uber. We don't need to drive. We, I was going to say, we, we don't need to blame Top Golf here. We're talking about someone who makes millions of dollars who decided it was uh, a wise decision not, not to, it's not, not Top to get, Golf's fault. Not to, not to get somebody to drive him home. So, um, all right. So this game, Las Vegas coming off the bye, Giants coming off the tough loss to the Chiefs. On Monday night, uh, I'll go with the Raiders here. The Raiders. It's at New York, right? Yep. I'm going to go. I don't know, Ben. So here's the thing. The Raiders, they don't feel like a six and two team. They're five and two. They feel like a five and three team. I think so I, I, I see why I see why the the Giants are especially because the Giants feel like they're better than two and six or whatever they're at. I think I'm going to take the Giants at home. Okay, I mean I I kind of talked you into it there, but I I kind of like the pick. I'm not going to lie, because the Giants are getting a lot healthier. Raiders coming off the bye, it's going to be a weird week. I mean, talk about a team going through some adversity. They lose John Gruden to his email problems. Dude. <laughs> now they lose Henry Ruggs uh, to his bad decisions. Um, not that, I mean, yeah, it, 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 just a lot of Darren Waller, I think is what a lot of Darren Waller and, uh, that, uh, skinny little bald white dude out of Clemson. Um, all right. The Falcons at new Orleans. I just feel like new Orleans is going to stay hype off their win over the box. And I think they're going to take that win at home against the, the Falcons. Six and two, Saint. I mean, also, I, I I hate to bring this up as well, but uh, you saw the Calvin Ridley walking away yeah. from the football. So is, did he? Is he, he's just done for good, or what's? He's out indefinitely too for the just time out being. Definitely. Yeah, you he's know, taking some time from mental health. Mental health. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting. I think it's it's important to for it to be recognized as a potential issue, especially with a game like football where there's just a lot of pressure and you're beating your head against the wall. Yeah. Um, however, I really, re- really wish he would have timed it a little bit differently because, uh, he was in my fantasy lineup for one of my teams and, uh, didn't sub him out, didn't sub him out. So big old goose egg, but, uh, get yourself, get yourself in your, your mental state, right? Calvin Ridley, uh, my fantasy team, fantasy team will, will be just fine. We're not yeah. too worried about that. So hope he can do, you know, he needs to do whatever he needs to do. Uh, I agree. Surprises doesn't happen more, and especially in in the NFL. To be honest with you. So, yeah, I just think not as many players want to come out and do what he did. You know, for the yeah. fear of like scrutiny and like getting. Well, like, yeah, it's just it's so big with social media and like people having their opinions on like, oh, you should be tougher, yada yada yada. Like, but, and, no you know, respect to that guy for coming out and saying, hey, I need to take a break with for mental health. Like, this is something I need to handle. Yeah, I think. You know, at that point in your life, Calvin Ridley's probably what twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, he's not old. Made millions of dollars already. You know, doesn't need to work another day in his life if he doesn't want to. 
if he's smart with his money. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I really don't have a problem with it. Not going to pretend like I'm some, some sort of tough guy, you know, when I've never been handed that amount of money and that amount of pressure. But be, like I said, beyond that, the idea that he, he doesn't need to do this, you know, yeah, he can do other things. So, um, yeah, wish him all the best and uh, got a spot open in, in the in the squad if if you're uh, if you're going to be back this year. Uh, Calvin. All right. Um, Green Bay, Kansas City. Oof. Wait, I'm sorry. Did we get your pick? You're going Saints there, right? I'm going Saints. As well. Yeah, I'm going to go Saints. Right. Uh, Green Bay, Kansas City. Oh, man. I like Green Bay on the road here, but it's just like this is a winner, winner, winner die for Kansas City, I think. I think they need to stay above 500 if they want any oh. chance of making the playoffs, but I just think that uh, – Green Bay coming off that win against the Cardinals. I think they're just showing that they're the, they're probably one of the more dominant teams in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. I'm going Green Bay here. I don't – everything that we've seen this year from both teams. Oh, but, dude, it's one of those middle-of-the-year games, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kansas City needs this game more than Green Bay needs this they game. They do. They do. Um, um, is Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams coming back? Because if Devontae Adams is coming back, I think it's pretty signed, sealed, delivered. They're going to win this game. I don't have Devontae. You mean anymore. you don't have faith in the continued success of Randall Cobb? No, I mean Randall Cobb is is Randall Cobb, but like I I don't think that. Uh. uh... I don't know about Devante. Let's see. Because he was just on COVID protocol, right? Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah. So, let's assume. He should be back. This he's week. back. I don't know. Let's just assume he's back. And if he's not, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. It's just being Aaron Rodgers. All right. Um, Pat Mahomes. Do they have enough to boat race? Packers. At home, they're actually a slight favorite, maybe like a point to a pick'em. All right, where are you going with this one? I'll just go opposite. You're going Packers. Yeah, I'm gonna go Packers. All right, I'll go Chiefs. You can't all pick the same. Even though I did go with Kirk Cousins. I mean, if Kirk Cousins doesn't get to five back to five hundred, then the the Packers can definitely lose this game. Yeah. The NFC North is just – it's rough. All right, Arizona – sorry, uh, the Chargers at Philadelphia. Oof. Chargers uh, need to get right game, man. They do need to get right game. They've lost two straight. I don't think it's going to be three. I think they come into Philly and they they boat race. The, the yeah, year. I'll go with you here, although it's, again, middle of the – you know, if you, you were talking teams on losing streaks and teams on winning streaks, then the – the Eagles are streaky, although I don't have faith that Jalen Hurst can keep up with Justin Herbert. So, um, all right. We did Green Bay, Kansas City, Arizona at San Fran. I think we kind of talked about this one earlier. We both went Cardinals here, right? We're not going with San Francisco here. Yeah, not a chance. All right. Tennessee at, L- at the Rams, man. This is a big game this week. This is a big game, but uh, I just think that the uh, – with Derrick Henry going out, they're 
they're de- they don't have a chance to to beat the Rams, especially yeah, with the Rams picking up Vaughn Miller. Yeah, I'm going their defense well. is just going to be shitting on people. All right, Chicago at Pittsburgh. Hey, Pittsburgh, talking about teams on runs, man. Uh, yeah, I think Pittsburgh stays hot. They're going to yeah. stay hot, and they're going to get another dub against the Bears at home. Unless um, I. You know, if Justin Fields runs for about a buck fifty, I could see the Bears ring it, r- r- are winning this game. But I think Pittsburgh does it. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird, grindy game. That's yeah, I'm feeling it's not gonna be a game we're gonna talk about much next week because we're gonna look at it, we're gonna go, wow, seventeen to six, or you know, twenty to fifteen. 15 you know, yeah. it's gonna be a boring type of game. But I agree. I think it's probably gonna be low scoring and boring. But yeah. I'm okay with the Pittsburgh's defense keeping it low scoring. I don't, I don't like the Bears. I hope they lose. Speaking of, hold on, does this have the lowest over under for the week? Yeah, it does. <laughs> so Vegas agrees with us, Dan. I guess that's uh, forty points over under. Forty over under is the lowest I see on the board for the week. So um, yeah, this is not going to be a game you're going to want to watch. All right, uh, Baltimore, Miami. Uh, is that the last game we got here? I think so. Baltimore, Miami. Uh, no, it's Miami or Houston was the. Oh yeah, so we're in the next week already. Yeah, you're looking at next week. All right, that was it. Let's see. That's, that's all the, the games. Night game. Um, all right, you got boring Monday night game. Yeah, boring Monday night game. Yeah, the, the lowest over under the week. Thanks, schedule makers. Thanks, uh, schedule makers. Any any bold predictions for the week? Any pull, any bold predictions? Um, yeah. I'm gonna say Dax comes back and has over uh, 300 passing yards against Denver and two touchdowns at least. All right, Dak 302 t- two tutties. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna say that my boy Mike White is the truth. This is a bold prediction, and he comes out and balls out again. I mean, I picked the Colts to win, but Mike White's still going to ball out. Now you got me nervous to pick the Colts. <laughs> Whatever. They could still, he could still ball out and lose. <sighs> Although, <laughs> Carson Wentz gives us one real awkward play, at least one real awkward play, where he like rolls out, trips over his own feet, and uh, either throws a close interception or full-on interception i like it i like it a lot all right dude um i got one more bold prediction all right the baltimore rushes for over 150 yards against minnesota Ooh. well you know what kirk cousin plays them just close enough to either win or lose by four points (laughs) the bold prediction (laughs) I love it. Dude, did you hear what uh, Elon Musk said about the uh, United Nations and donating all the Oh, money? yeah. He said, if you could prove to me that I can end world hunger with my $6 billion, then I'll sell all my Tesla stock right now or something like that. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, th- nobody's going to be able to prove that. I don't know what kind of proof he needs to, but it's it's one of those things where he says he wants it to be public accounting and like everything and put out and. Yeah. You, but you have to you have to stop people from having more people, right? Yeah. Like if you feed all the hungry people now, then they're just going to make more hungry people. That's just, unfortunately, that's how humanity works. Maybe that's like my 
So you just want to kill them dystop- all? Dystopian view of, of how the world works, but... So just let them die and... No, I'm not saying let them die. It's like I don't, I don't know how you prove that. Give them, give them, give them X amount ra- of dollars. Give them enough rations where they're not starving to death. Yeah, I, I just don't like. How do you, how do you prove? Like, it seems to be like a, one of those like. He's trying to, he's trying to get. He's, it's like a, it's like a weird flex, right? He's trying to brush the haters off. Like, hey, stop it. Prove to me that I'll, that my six billion dollars, you know, you're hating on me for being a billionaire. Prove to me that my six billion dollars could could solve world hunger. Nobody's going to be able to to actually do it, and so he's well, just going to. Here's a here, here's an idea. Dollars. How about use that money to create infrastructure for some of those countries that don't have infrastructure? Well, I mean, but that that he he's kind of doing that with his Tesla stock, right? I mean, he's creating. He's creating a greener future, right? With with a, Tesla, where all this capital a greener is a greener up, future is is good for I, I guess the the whole the whole world whole world in itself. But like when I think about how there's some of these countries that could easily use the money six to billion bring, dollars. Yeah, I, yeah, a lot of countries could use six billion dollars, but like you I don't have, know, yeah. It, be able to prove it it's, it seems like one of those like i said i think it's just a rich guy he's it's like a it's like a gome brush your shoulders off type of move for him where he's like you know he's just he's dusting the haters off man that's all he's doing that's all like that's all i admit that's all he's trying to do he's just basically trying to say like look because if you listen if you've listened to him talk before about stuff it's like being a billionaire doesn't mean you just have six a billion dollars in capital sitting around. It yeah. means you control a billion dollars worth of resources, essentially. And so it's not like he can just. I mean, I guess he could sell all his stock. Is kind of what he's saying he would do. But like I said, I I think it's impossible for anybody to prove that. So it's just him trying to prove a point more than anything else. I think is what he's trying to do at the end of the day. Yeah. So that's interesting. But who knows? Maybe maybe somebody will. Like, what would you even like? What would you what would you do to prove that you could feed all the people in the world? Like, everybody gets a loaf of bread. It would cost X amount no, of dollars. No, 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 That's not what you do with the money. You can, like, it's just like you can. What was what's that one phrase? You teach a man to fish. Sure. So you teach X amount of people to fish, and then they're gonna have enough fish to feed themselves and that's so you're basically like but i'm saying if you if if you if you have the money to create infrastructure so that they can create like agriculture and like have like farms and they can they can you know have like a good watering system and they can create you know create the food that they need to survive like i just i don't know it's 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 interesting i feel like it's going to cost a lot more than $6 billion to, to solve all the world's problems. But I just think that the idea that we have all these people with like billions and billions of dollars, and like there's still issues that money could easily solve across like a lot across the world is, is something that just kind of bothers me, I guess. Yeah. And I guess I'm, I'm generally more optimistic in that. I think we're doing a pretty good job of solving the world's problems with current systems. Yeah. And, you know, I don't necessarily think that the idea that Elon Musk has control of X amount of billions of dollars. I don't necessarily, I don't know that that's a problem. 
No, I'm not saying it's a problem. I just, I don't think that there should be hundreds, hundred, hundred, hundred something billionaires. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that he shouldn't pay more in taxes or anything like that. I think that's definitely something that we should look at as a society. Um, but I don't think the fact that he, we've sort of with our system said, Hey, you're intelligent enough to control this amount of capital. I don't think that's necessarily a problem. And I think that's the point he's trying to make Yeah. overall. Yeah. You can't, you, like I said, maybe somebody will do it, but I think it'd be very difficult for you to prove that any amount of money would be able to solve world hunger. Yeah. So agreed. But anyway, that's a topic for another podcast. Just add it to the end of our football podcast. <laughs> Dude, what all right, we need to do we need to do like a current events catch up in the world podcast here one of these days. You got you got anything going on like Thursday or Friday night? Uh what's this week? No. This week is uh November, first week in November. Probably just watch the Thursday night game. All right, dude. You want to do like a Thursday night football current events podcast? Try to shoot for that Thursday. Yeah, that's fine. Because I think Friday I'm probably going to go see the Eternals movie. Do oh, have you seen Dune yet? No, but I have it, dude. You see it? I. It's good. Yeah, it's good, dude. Okay, highly recommend. Yep. Do you, have you seen any of his other stuff like Blade Runner? Oh yeah, I love his other stuff. Oh, dude, then you would you're definitely going to like it. Yeah. Blade Runner 2049. Just, just know what kind of movies you like. I mean, if, if I'm, I'm sitting here going like, dude, this movie's it's very good. Then you, you're definitely going to dig it. Okay. I like that. Yeah, dude. Check it out. Okay. Check it out. Yeah, we'll, and, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that on the next podcast. I might watch that tomorrow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Cause it's on HBO. So if you have, yeah. if you have the maxer. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Max are out. Hey, have a good one, dude. <laughs> you too, man. We'll talk uh, we'll later. talk more later this week. All right, sounds good. See ya. Bye.